Today, Democrats who uh, recently pushed to defund the police now don't understand the increase in crime. We'll get to that uh, later on. And police start arresting anti-vaccine mandate protesters in New York. It has started. We are becoming Australia if we are not careful. We've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Hey, welcome to the news and why it matters. Uh, it is Thursday. That means we have today and tomorrow will be the last show of the year. So I am really, really happy uh, about today because I am joined by three other Blaze TV hosts. This should be a fun one. We've got uh, Stubergear, host of Stu Does America. Uh, also, Elijah Schaefer, host of Slightly Offensive and also You Are Here. And... Uh, Hello, Elijah. I was just saying, okay. Yes. You're, are you? I am doing okay. Are you okay. doing okay? I am a-okay. Uh, also joined by Pat Gray, host of Did Pat you Gray. see Elijah flash the uh, white supremacist Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. It's happening. Wow. It's all real. Right at the it start of the show. The I just, that was frightening. Well, there was a Hispanic on the show with me here, and I just needed to assert my <laughs> make dominance. Sure, yeah, make sure I knew <laughs> what I was in for. Uh, all right. So let, let's get, you know. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I feel like we're to the point uh, in the the year where there's just really not a lot of news going on. I'm just going to I'm just going to start with that. There's just yeah. it's not been a boring week. Yeah, there's not like all, the Congress is ready to to pack it in and take it home for the holidays. You know, I mean, the president is barely alive as it is. Uh, I'm sure he needs a break of like several years probably mm -hmm. to catch up on sleep. And um, there, but. Just, you know, I thought, let, let's talk about Nancy Pelosi, because who doesn't love a little talk about Nancy Pelosi? Yesterday, we talked about uh, San Francisco, the San Francisco mayor, who came out and said, hey, um, guys, I, I don't understand why there's all of this increase in crime. We've got the surge in violent crime. We've got people we've got people smashing and grabbing. We've got looting going on. What is going on? This has to end. Well, it could have been that like she pushed to defund the police, as did a lot of other mayors and local officials. Uh, she wanted to remove like 100 million from the police budget because police were bad and evil. And now all of a sudden she's seeing what happens when you push for that. Nancy Pelosi, she's been around way longer than London Breed. So I don't know how Nancy Pelosi doesn't quite get it. She's been a lot, around a lot longer than London itself. <laughs> yeah. That's a great point. Like, Not was, just London Breed. Didn't she get first into office in like, 1700s? <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, 1734. Yeah. So you would think she's been around long enough to understand these types of things. But uh, no, Nancy Pelosi still does not understand where this attitude of lawlessness is coming from when it comes to places like uh, San Francisco and other cities that are seeing an increase in crime. Here's Nancy Pelosi on that. Well, it is. It's, it's absolutely outrageous. Mm. You know, obviously, it cannot continue. Uh, but the fact is that there is an attitude of uh, uh, lawlessness in our country that springs from I don't know where. Maybe you do. <laughs> and we cannot have that lawlessness uh, why would the become reporter the know norm. What, like, what, why would the reporter know where it's coming from? Like, no, I'm asking you. You're Get her some vodka. It sounds like, it sounds like she's drying out in the back yeah. there. Yeah, you, you're the, wait, what? You're the one who's in office. So she's referring to, I mean, it's gotten so bad. I want to get, I want to get back to Nancy Pelosi, but just to put it into perspective, it's gotten so bad um, in San Francisco that uh, the residents are like, they're just leaving their, their, they want to just leave their trunks open to avoid people. They're like, please don't smash my windows. I know you're going to take my stuff. 
So I'm just going to go ahead and leave uh, my trunk open so that you can just just take it. All right. Just but don't (laughs) smash my windows. I'm not kidding. Watch. Watch this local news story. We see the aftermath of car break ins all too often. Windows smashed, glass shattered. But now some people are getting so fed up, they're leaving their trunks open, (laughs) hoping that'll at least spare them the hefty bill to get it fixed. (laughs) Call it the price of parking in the Bay Area. Bracing for a break-in. Everything is broken. People here at least try to be persuasive, writing, please use the door, (laughs) or just flat out beg, please don't break the glass, nothing inside. Yet it still happens, sadly, even while you're driving, just waiting for the light to turn green. This smash and grab happened two weeks ago in Japantown. But now, it's come to this. Trunks left open in broad daylight in Oakland. A witness writing, imagine having to clean out your car and leaving it open just so people won't break your windows. I just think it's cute that they keep using the word please. They're like, well, maybe if I use the word please and I'm very polite, the, uh, the criminals will respect me. That is amazing. Uh, that is incredible. I mean, it, look, it's, it's, it's part, I mean, where does it come from? It comes from these policies, right? It comes from not only, um, you know, the, the types of policies we've seen recently, like to fund the police, but for over a longer period of time where you're taking criminals and not prosecuting them. You know, you, you, you arrest them maybe and release them immediately over and over and over and over again. There's a documentary that came out a few years ago called uh, Seattle is Dying. And it was about, obviously, Seattle and its death. Um, and uh, it was, you know, they show over and over again these these you know criminals uh, street criminals homeless people who will go and get arrested 30 40 50 mm-hmm. 60 70 times and release released and they'll go interview them in the streets and they'll say you know why do you do this well i know nothing's going to happen to me so i just continue to do it uh, they'll admit it um, so this is spreading. It's not even just in these blue states now, although it's much, much worse in places yeah. like San Francisco. Right down the street on MacArthur, just yesterday, the, the makeup store, Ulta, my wife sent me a video of it. People just walking it out <gasps> with all sorts of big bags of makeup right no. from out the store. That's right down the street in Texas. Mm. It's happening all over the country. And it's because we don't take this stuff seriously. And until we do, it's going to continue to happen. Wow. Yeah, it is. And I'm going to say this. I know this is discriminatory. Uh-oh. But there is a commonality <laughs> between all of these smash and grabs and these looters. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say They all are what? Men. Young. Oh, oh yeah, oh, young. Gosh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, they're all young. Yes. They're all young. They're very young. And young people are out of control these days. Trap. I know, but young, <laughs> young people seem to be wild and out. And there's a consistent thing. Maybe they don't have parents at home. Maybe not a father. I don't know. But they are going around acting absolutely crazy. No one will ever call out the problem. This is the same thing with the stop Asian hate thing, right? There was more uh, Asian attacks in New York mm-hmm. where, again, it's always like, why does everyone keep attacking Asians? And I'm like... I noticed the same type of people were attacking Asians, mostly just young, out-of-control people. And I'm going, everyone's like trying to say the obvious, like, well, there's something about the attackers that no one's saying. Mm-hmm. And then they wonder why the problem isn't being solved. Well, you're not even, you're not even willing to admit the problem. So how mm-hmm. can you solve it? Because you're not, even, you're not even looking at it accurately because you don't want to be like, you know, ageist or racist or whatever it is that these people are. And it's, I mean, yeah, I live in a good part of, of town here and they, you know, stole a car out of our uh, armed garage. They broke in like eight cars. They uh, just glass everywhere, stole everything out of all of the vehicles. It hit my car, scratched the back of my car. It's going to be a couple thousand dollars to, to fix. And and then when I messaged the apartment complex, the person was like, well, crime's just increasing in America. And this is just part and parcel of living in a city. And I'm like, Jeez. No, it's not. No, I mean, it shouldn't be. Well, in Dallas it is now. Like you said, it's not just San Francisco. They're yeah. saying that here. Like, well, it's part of living in Dallas. Jeez, that's depressing, Pat. Well, yeah, and, f- and further the policies um, of not even charging people 
when they steal things under a thousand dollars, which is also happening in which Dallas, is happening in Dallas. Yeah. It's happening in San Francisco. It's happening in major cities all across the country. And you, you're not going to get them to take it seriously mm-hmm. when you tell them, "Look, you can take up to a thousand dollars, and it's not a problem for you. We won't mm-hmm. even, we won't even bother with prosecuting you." Well, uh, how can you do that and expect crime not to happen? And, well, and then at the same time, it's not even just the the theft and stealing things, but also, I mean, we've got a lot of people coming in from uh, other countries who were just like, yeah, it's fine. Come on in. You can you mm-hmm. can stay. Well, uh, look, we're going to give you a little note that says mm-hmm. to uh, return to see a judge on a certain date. And we're just going to trust that you're going to return. Just pinky promise. Yeah, and the bail reform, though, too, like you were saying, I think the biggest issue being serious about this besides understanding who the suspects are in all these cases and seeing what the real problem is there is the DAs are dropping the cases and they're not Mm -hmm. prosecuting even if the law is broken. Like it might be legal to steal under a thousand dollars, but if you steal five thousand dollars, they're going to say, oh, well, we don't, you know, out of not being racist, like what is that? That 17 year old drug dealer just stabbed a 15 year old and killed him and he's uh, not white. And so the judge said that, you know, he's like a young man of color that has a bright future and let him out on bail for murder. And so it's like, yes, Mm. yes, yeah, the DA ended up just dropping the charges and putting it for bail. So (sighs) it's like, that's the idea of like, oh, because, you know, we don't want to incarcerate a a person of color. Let's let a murderer out on the streets. And if you keep doing that, that's what we're seeing now is like the consistent catch and release of criminals. Eventually they realize, well, I got away with murder before. Yeah. I mean, and look, you know, this is a problem as so many other things are with incentives, right? You have a situation where uh, you can go to McDonald's and work 40 hour weeks and bring home a couple hundred bucks. And in a month you might earn a thousand dollars or eight hundred dollars. Or you could go to, you know, Louis Vuitton and grab one bag and walk out and make the same amount of money. And when you know, like, it's like if we were to get arrested today, that it would be a problem for us, right? We might miss work. We would maybe not be able to pick up the kids at school. These are not the concerns of the people uh, (laughs) doing these crimes at this point. And, you know, so like. What are you going to do? You have a, if you get caught, which is going to be a low percentage chance, especially with the amount of, of seriousness we're taking this with, and then you're going to be you'll be processed, and you might ha- maybe you'll even spend a night in, in in jail, and then you'll be released or whatever. Maybe, maybe yeah. catch and release, not. really? Yeah, right, prob- right. probably not, but maybe at, at worst. So, like, what's the incentive here? Why am I going to go bust my ass to give people fries for 40 hours a week to make the same money in a month that I can make in 15 minutes by organizing a, a smash and grab on Snapchat? And you're not going to get caught. No. They're not going to. In fact, the police aren't even going to come. They're not even going to show up half the time. Yeah, and I wonder if we're just now going to be in this like perpetual cycle that just keeps on. It, it will just keep on swinging back one way to the other because you know, I mean, we talked earlier about you know London breed. I know there are other cities that are now like, oh crap, we have to get more strict on Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and I, I New mean, New York, Chicago, the criminals, right? But the criminals who have been emboldened are not going to take kindly to now all of a sudden, if the police do bother showing up, which they probably, I mean, I wouldn't, right? Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be motivated to do it. But if they do show up, okay, then they're not going to like that because they're not used to it. And then we see what another uh, police altercation take place. And then we're right back where we started and everyone's going to be calling to defund the police. There's a, there's a bit of a pendulum effect yeah. uh, going on here. I mean, you, you could take it back to the mid-90s where crime is at, you know, uh, multi-decade highs. 
People are freaking out. They're seeing how bad things are. Something like the 1994 crime bill passes with Democratic support, mm-hmm. support from the black uh, Congressional Black Caucus. Um, they wanted their communities to, to be taken care of. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, everybody was tough on crime. Well, now we have a guy who was a co-sponsor of that bill, who's president of the United States and has now so distanced himself from it. He's the one calling it racist, his own bill. <laughs> Um, you know, and I, I do think we are hitting that point, right? We're, we're, we're hitting that point. I think the, 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 the parade incident in Wisconsin is one mm-hmm. of those types of things. When people see that the man ran over a woman intentionally a week before this and was out on the streets, yep. like that is just completely insane, I think, to mo- most people. So I do think we are, mm-hmm. we've hit that point. Where Americans are like, all right, this is enough. We got to go the other way. The London Bridge situation is really amazing. I mean, she was saying in July of this year that she was going to cut funding to police. And now she's totally flip-flopped on that and gone the other way because Mm -hmm. she's seen how bad it is. I think, you know, you hate to see that you have to hit these limits for this stuff to turn around. But a lot of times you do. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, but you know how you actually stop this? It's a, there's been, while I was just in Chicago, there was some looting that went on. And the way that they stopped the looting, and this is going to shock everybody. (laughs) But they line the streets with police cars that just are just stationary yeah, in the middle, yeah. and they. This is how bad it's even gotten in Chicago. That in the in the uh, high end shopping districts, they have to have cops like every block, and they have to have street patrols walking around. It's like basically looks like a police state. Um, and they, I asked the cops, like I was like, "What's happening?" He's like, "Oh, nothing's happening. We're here out here, so nothing happens." Mm-hmm. And it's like that's how bad it is. Where you know, basically, this is going to cause the opposite effect, where we have to over police, like you said, we have to counterbalance on the pendulum. And people are going to be even more pissed. Yep. But it's also crazy, too, with like the looting and everything that's going on. I've seen a lot of it with my eyes. And I just would say that, you know, this also has the, the deterrent effect on people wanting to open businesses. I mean, like, mm-hmm. this is real. We're in a hard time in our life uh, for our country, for everything. And I just got to say, like, it's not just corporations and these big companies that can afford losses that are getting looted. Like, a lot of these are, you know, privately owned stores, even if they're franchised or they're, they're even, uh, for those that are more liberal, they're, you know, minority owned stores, people, first generation immigrants type of things that are getting looted. And it's so funny because on, on a podcast at the beginning of the, the pandemic, with Mike Cernovich, two weeks after like we found the strains in in America, Mike Cernovich told me he goes, you know what? I think this is going to lead to them trying to like release criminals out of prison because they've been trying to do this. They're going to use this as cover, and we're going to see massive spikes in crime in 2020 to 2021. Watch, and I was watching. That's like from like. February wow. yeah. of 2020, I sent it to him and I was like, and he was like, well, I knew it. He goes, they've been trying to do this, this, you know, uh, people of color can do no wrong. You know, we don't, it's racist to arrest yeah. people. He goes, and this was the perfect thing to stop the pandemic. You got to release people out into the streets. Perfect cause of chaos. And I'm like, just thinking to this day, it's like, now that we did this, I mean, what, how are we going to recatch all these people? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. we released them. Right. Are we going to do raids? <sighs> I'm just being serious. Like, yeah, how do you no. fix that? No, I think you just wait until they, they have to wait until they commit another crime and hope that they catch them. I don't know. Bring some handcuffs. It doesn't you have feel to leave the like a store. very efficient way of doing things. I'll say that. Uh, all right. Let's get back to Nancy Pelosi after we take a break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So if you are one of many Americans, you just live in pain. Maybe you've reached the age where I have, where it just everything hurts when you wake up in the morning. Uh, maybe it's arthritis. Maybe you got in a car accident and uh, messed up your neck, your back, whatever it is. You got to try Omega XL. Uh, so when we are young, 
our bodies produce SPMs. These are uh, lipid mediators that help our bodies to fight inflammation. But as we age, of course, like everything else, we don't produce enough of those. So it can really lead to a ton of pain for you, especially add on top of that, like I said, arthritis, back issues, whatever the case may be. Omega XL can restore your SPMs and rejuvenate joints and muscles so that you can move like you were young again. And by the way, it is going to reduce all of the inflammation that is causing your pain. So just imagine, if you will, you're in pain every day of your life and you can take something that's natural and you can get out of pain. It really is life-changing. You can go to uh, Omega XL right now and order, if you order a bottle, you will get a second bottle for free over at omegaxl.com news. Guys, this is an essential fatty acid combination from the pristine waters of New Zealand. It's like the only good thing from New Zealand right now. So you got to go check it out. It is omegaxl.com slash news, omegaxl.com slash news. Back to good old Nancy Pelosi. Uh, she was asked, I believe this is the same press conference. She was asked uh, about an insider report that just came out that found that 48 members of Congress and 182 <laughs> senior aides have violated the Stock Act, which requires prompt disclosures of the, of the sale of any securities. Um, so, by the way, uh, also like numerous members invested in pharmaceutical stocks in the early days of COVID, uh, while other members invest in industries that they are responsible for regulating, which you would think would be some sort of a giant conflict of interest. Uh, but Nancy Pelosi all of a sudden really, really loves capitalism and the free market <laughs> when she is asked about this report. Watch. Um, Madam Speaker, uh, Insider just completed a five-month investigation finding that 49 members of Congress and 182 senior congressional staffers have violated the Stock Act, uh, the Insider Trading Law. I'm wondering if you have any reaction to that, and secondly, should members of Congress and their spouses be banned from trading individual stocks while serving in Congress? No, I don't know to the second one. Um, any, uh, we have a responsibility to report in the stock on the stock, but I don't, I'm not familiar with that five-month review, but if uh, people aren't reporting, they should be. Because uh, this is a free market and people, we are a free market economy, they should be able to participate in that. A free market economy should be able to participate no matter who you are, even if you are privy to, uh, like, insider information, conversations taking place behind mm -hmm. closed doors, hearings that are private. That, that is totally free market, you guys. I'm sure no coincidence <laughs> that Nancy Pelosi is worth, what, $120 million? And, um, Reported, by the way. I do want to remind people that, because that, that, right, the reason why they're you. saying that thank you. is because fact checkers said that she wasn't worth over $200 million because they said, and I wanted to repeat this, <laughs> all we know she has is $120 million, <laughs> but... We don't know it could be more and it could be less. So I just want to remind oh, people good. it actually could be more. That doesn't sound like a fact at all. That just sounds like pure speculation. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, her salary is $223,000 annually. But of course, she has her husband who is involved in multiple investments. And, um, convenient. Yes, very, very, very convenient. I want to get in this family. I mean, Why well, Pelosi? I want to be, adopt me. I'm just, I'm just, I don't think she's going to adopt you, Elijah. Mm, yeah. I'm just really. I've seen like, her office. I'm very, I'm very heartened. To, to <laughs> 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 I'm just very heartened. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That Nancy Pelosi now <laughs> believes in the free market again. I am. Pat. 
Aren't you? <laughs> oh yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, it's it's. I mean, a, a really uh, good indication of what's going on in Congress is everybody getting rich off Pfizer right now. Yeah. Um, you know, not only not only do does the government own uh, uh, part of the um, Moderna uh, vaccine, but they're also getting paid off from Pfizer as well because yeah. they knew. Full well that these were going to be, you know, the vaccine was going to be mandated, and so they're they're getting a double payoff there. It's it's despicable. Wait, so you don't think Congress. it's just that they're psychic? <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, can no. you can you prove it? <laughs> I can't. I feel like a fact checker would be like, it. we don't know You're if right. they are psychic or if they're not. So uh, yeah. it could, remains unproven. No yeah, it could what, what if they're not insider trading? What if they're doing it outside? Like we don't know. Right. You know, <laughs> it could mean, be in the sun. It has yet to be revealed. We have no idea. <laughs> and like that's an easy one too. It's like it doesn't take a, a, a mathematical genius or a congressperson to know pharmaceutical stocks going into a pandemic might be a good investment. Uh, you go to some of the stuff they've done. I mean, Peter Schweizer, our friend, who's been, uh, I know, on a bunch of Blaze shows before. He's written a bunch of great books. He basically made it illegal for the first time for them not to be able to insider trade because they were in Congress. They could literally take information from their <laughs> congressional hearings yeah. before anyone knew it and go trade stocks based on that information before the public had it. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> that was like, what, five years ago? Yeah, Eight maybe. years ago, maybe? Maybe. Insane. I, I mean, it is completely insane. And, you know, look, she loves the free market all of a sudden, which is really fascinating. Yeah. It's Thomas Sowell, Ronald Reagan, Nancy I Pelosi. I mean, who else would you associate <laughs> with free market thought? Adam Smith. I mean, they were around together, as we discussed earlier. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's a uh, it's it's obviously ridiculous. I don't know how much money she's made. I, I uh, is worth. I will say, with the amount hidden. she spends yeah. on ice cream, it's possible she's mm. bankrupt. Yeah, uh, because that, those things, Jenny's ice cream is nine dollars a pint, and she's got two freezers filled with it. So Two I, very expensive freezers. Very expensive. Can I just say this? I know a lot of people who make around that kind of money that she makes technically, and they do not live the lifestyle, own the homes, or yeah. have that, you know, the yeah. type of access to private jets, et cetera, that she has. Right. So we know what's actually going on. But I also like this, too, because this is where fact checkers come in that I'm very happy about. As you guys know, I am very revered in the fact checking world. People mm -hmm. fear me, too, because I'm so really? respectable. Yeah. But uh, it's true. You check a lot of facts. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Girls always come up to me. Can you check my facts? Like, yes, yes, yes. But, uh, but it is interesting, though, because, like, this is the same thing with uh, when they fact check the Nuremberg Code. A quote where people were saying, oh, the head of the EU is saying that um, they're not no longer going to follow the Nuremberg Code. And then they fact checkers say, this is false. It's not actually true because she never said we're not going to follow it. She just told the states that they had the right to not follow it anymore. <laughs> and so she never said Nuremberg Code. She just said that they could all do stuff that violates it. So she's ignoring it, not go doing away with it. And it was like, that's, you, <laughs> I, that's why, I, it's, it was a very complicated, and I've mentioned this before, it was like a woman-splaining, like Twitter's mansplaining because it's like 160 characters mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. And then they, fact-checkers are the woman part, and they do three pages, <laughs> and then complicate it until you're confused and you feel like you're wrong and you did something, even though you know you're right. But I will say that it's like this same thing, too, where it's like, well... You're saying they violated it, but really it's a free market. And in, so in a free market, I mean, aren't we all free to do what we want? It's like, how about if, what, am I free to not pay my taxes? Like, uh, if, yeah. we're, if it's really a free market, I'm yeah. not paying you taxes this year. I mean, right. they're not going to be happy about that. Mm. But of course, there's no accountability. And it's like, we have these accountability 
projects. We have the Nuremberg Code or whatever. We have all these things. But it really, it's like an illusion because if you just ignore it, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Who's going to hold them accountable? And we have something yeah. set up for this too. Is this is not like a new problem for people. Like the blind trust exists for this reason, right? right? That you don't know what you're investing in. Someone's controlling your investments, so you can't take advantage of the, the information that you have. It would make sense if all of their investments were in these things. You can't say to a, to a congressperson, well, you can't invest any money uh, the entire time. If you're there... Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is like, what's the solution? Because that, that seems to be that inappropriate as I well. Think, I, think, I think Congress should suck. I think $223,000 oh, yeah. is already fine. I, don't, I think there should be restrictions that make people only want to just serve. Just while they're just in like office. The, well, just like the military. Right. No one's like, right. hey, by the way, if you join the military, you know, like, you're going to get $223,000 in, in inside trading. It's like, no, the military, <laughs> it's tough. It, people know it. Right. They do it for the G, usually for a GI Bill or whatever. And it's, it's you're doing your service and you respect them because you're like, you sacrificed making money. You sacrificed your life. You know, a lot of yeah. things, maybe even your marriage because you're away or whatever for the country. These people aren't sacrificing anything except for maybe getting, you know, you know, having to like uh, like AOC, you know, getting some mean tweets. They're, they are so not sacrificing. They have to make up crisis yeah. situations that they're in. They, That's a good yeah. point. And I think, too, a big part of this, and I'm, I don't know how you guys all feel about this, but I'm a big term limits guy. Yes. And yes. Like, I think that would go a long mm, way yes, as well. Yes. Like, you know, you could require people, to, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to get rid of all investments while they're in Congress, it makes a lot of sense if they're going if they're going in there for eight years and they're done, right? When they're there for 40, there's yeah. just no way to stop yeah. this. Right. 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 Presidents right. have to do that, though, too? Yeah. Conflicts mm-hmm. of interest? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Presidents yep. and presidents so are term limited, and, like, it makes a yeah. big difference, you know? I mean, huge. They, they, uh, Jim DeMint, who was uh, in the studios a few weeks ago, he had written, he'd written a uh, uh, term limits bill that I think got 26 votes in the Senate, Jeez. 26. But it was just like, okay, you know, you come into Congress, you can do three terms in Congress, two terms as a senator, and then you're done. Like, yeah, okay, that's years still plenty yeah. of years. You still got yeah. 12 years. You could still be president maybe after that. It's a generation. Yeah, for a whole generation. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. not office. It shouldn't be your entire life. Like, right? right? Like, yeah. And this is what Nancy Pelosi and so many others uh, have turned this into. It's a constant cash generation machine. And, like, $223,000 is obviously a really good salary. Um, you know, but, like... When you make it for 40 years in a district that you can't possibly lose, it's like a guaranteed sum of money coming in at the highest levels of popul- of, of uh, income. Joe Biden was a senator from 1972 to 2008 at $174,000 a year on average. I mean, mm-hmm. that like $174,000 a year is a good amount of money. It's not going to make you a billionaire. You're not right. Bill Gates. You're not Elon Musk. But like when you make it for 40 straight years, you can put a lot of money behind. And then, of course, course, when your son is selling God knows what to God knows who, uh, you, you're able to take advantage of that even more. Well, uh, I hear I hear crack problems are very uh, expensive. They, they are. are. That's why you become an artist. That's why you become an artist, All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So, uh, look, the left is trying to take over, and they are trying to cancel all companies that don't agree with their radical philosophies. I know I know this personally. All right, let me just tell you. Patriot Mobile knows it as well. Uh, but there are really basic things that you can do to stand up for your conservative principles, like buying from companies that believe what you believe in, because we got to stick together. And if you want to stick together when it comes to your mobile phone service, it's got to be Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They have the same nationwide coverage. They share the same towers as all the major carriers. Everyone uses the same. People don't get this. It's the same towers that everyone is using. So it's the same service. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget. They've got 100% U.S.-based customer support. And uh, more importantly, they share your values and they support organizations who are fighting for the things that you believe in, like religious freedom, constitutional rights, the sanctity of life. And by the way, they have um, extra discounts if you are a veteran or first responder. So 
You can go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Get free activation with the offer code news. Uh, like I said, support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. We've got to stick together. You can do that over at patriotmobile.com slash news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. Police in Queens, New York, arrested four individuals who are participating in an anti-vaccine mandate sit-in at an Applebee's uh, on Wednesday. Of course, <laughs> the Applebee's requires uh, patrons to be vaccinated. But, well, I say that, but, like, it's New York City's, it's New York's policy, right? It's not, it's so, not Applebee's. A, right, thing. Applebee's is kind of forced to have uh, this particular policy. But uh, there were multiple police officers uh, that were seen on video handling the restaurant goers who attempted to order food from the, I love the way that this is worded, from the vaccine required restaurant. The, <laughs> the vaccine dash required restaurant. Uh, here's a little bit of that scene, watch. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. You guys, what happened to the constitution? What happened to free No more mandates. I just love that this happened at an Applebee's. Uh, this also, by the way, this was a day after the same thing was uh, was performed, I guess, at a New York Cheesecake Factory. Uh, there were some people who did the same thing. Um, so I, you know, I... You know what, the accelerationist in me has two things to say. Number one, we should make it a national law that you should, everyone should be arrested trying to eat at Applebee's because, <laughs> because, because it's, if you're going to spend your money somewhere, that should not be the place. If you, you have a night free and money, that's not cheap. Applebee's isn't like cheap, there's better options. Right. Even Chili's is a lot better than that. So I, I, number one, I, I, I would accept the arrest if it was to prevent people from accessing that restaurant entirely. But on the other hand too, it's like, this isn't as bad as you think because these are not random people. Right. They're intentionally making a point. And this shows people that it's going to ramp up and it should wake some people up because it's like if now a crime is getting arrested for eating at Applebee's, like it was a social crime always. It was a crime against <laughs> your intestines. Man, the amount of sodium in there too, your blood pressure. But now it's a crime. It's like a, in Germany even, you know, they, I don't know if this is true because the government put out this, but, mm -hmm. but uh, there was a, uh, like a almost a successful assassination attempt against one of the premiers for the vaccine mandate, for the uh, requirements, not the mandates, but the law to get the vaccine. And they try to paint it like, oh my gosh, people are so mad now, they're willing to kill. And I'm like, hell yeah, they are. Right. Like, yeah, you're taking away everything. their lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they're going to, so, so don't be surprised if they push back. And if people watch this and while like it is, like it should wake you up to realize this is very serious, that, that people are going to be treated as criminals for living their everyday lives, yeah. while criminals right. don't get any charges and for acting like actual criminals. And I think that, and that's, that's the problem here, is that New York is full of violent criminals right now that they've released onto the streets, but you can't go to a crappy uh, restaurant and eat. How many times have we seen Black Lives Matter in restaurants mm -hmm. yelling and screaming at people, mm -hmm. uh, arguing with people, trying to shut down their business, and I never see police show up and arrest mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. They're allowed free reign to do that, but you protest the vaccine mandates and they show up and arrest you. It's pretty amazing. 
Yeah. It's pretty amazing. I'm not a big fan of, of you know, screwing up other people's nights at Applebee's or wherever <laughs> you're going. But well, it's maybe just at Applebee's. Kind of, it's, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like Elijah said, I mean, Applebee's <laughs> is not my first choice or anywhere in my first thousand choices. Yeah. Uh, Your body thanks I you. I think I went there when I was 18 years old and haven't been back since. Right. So that's been a while. Uh, but it, it's amazing the, the way that these different protests are handled. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, and two, I mean, if you're throwing people out of Applebee's, you are removing their constitutional right to get Cheetos or wings, which they currently have on the menu. <laughs> oh, wings covered in so. Cheetos. Now, <laughs> Stu, how do you know this? Uh, I feel like your wife right now, like Stu. Oh, God, yeah. I, you, I don't Apple say things like that around her, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, uh. No, I mean, look, no matter what your choice is on the vaccine, <laughs> so it's, definitely, it's definitely more healthy than going to Applebee's. Yeah. We know that much, it's much, <laughs> getting literally going into a COVID encrusted room and breathing in air is more healthy than going uh, uh. directly into Applebee's. With Applebee's, it's true. Like I even the last time I went there, it was I, all I ordered was alcohol, and even that they messed up. You know, like, how'd you mess up a beer? Yeah, I just wanted a beer. How did this happen? Uh, so, okay, at the same time that that's going on, one more one more interesting uh, piece of news: the CEOs of both American Airlines and uh, Southwest Airlines, so Doug Parker and Gary Kelly, respectively, uh, they were involved in a Senate hearing yesterday on. Uh, the financial support that the airline has received amid the pandemic. And um, they both made comments that they have not, they don't think masks make much difference uh, on planes. The mask mandate, mm -hmm. that it does not make much difference. They said the advanced Just air true. filtration systems on the planes actually make them one of the safest places to mm -hmm. be. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how, like, if Congress, if the Biden administration, if anyone listens to them, because these are the CEOs of the companies that are like, look, okay, Kelly said, uh, masks don't add much, if anything, in the air cabin environment. It is very safe and very high quality compared to any other indoor setting. Uh, Doug Parker said, I concur, an aircraft is the safest place you can be. It's true of all of our aircraft. They have all the same HEPA filters and airflow. So will they listen is the question. Uh, no. Yeah. They will not. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Well, this is the thing about the mass Fact mandate. check true. Yeah, fact, fact check true? Fact check, true. Yes, fact check yeah, they got... will not listen. Yes, okay. will not I'm just corroborating your, <laughs> your claim. Thank you. I appreciate that. See, it's been fact checked. Now I can say it. Um, you know, it's one of those things where uh, this is the one area where uh, Joe Biden has control, right? Like he can actually do something here because right. this is under his control. Where you've seen him try to do all these other things. They've been overturned by the courts over and over and over again because he has no constitutional power to uh, introduce mm -hmm. them. Here he does have a little bit of power um, and he can keep this on. And even though it is, it's correct. Like air filtration is much <coughs> more important than masks when it comes to this stuff. And uh, it, they have really good air filtration there. Mm -hmm. You know, these HEPA filters work really well. Mm -hmm. You know, now, it, the reason why they're there is because, yes, it would be true. If you were in a giant metal tube for multiple hours with no air filtration, a lot more people would get sick with not just COVID, right. but all the other things that existed beforehand. They realize that, and they, that's why they're so much, you know, mm -hmm. the filtration is so good on airplanes. There's no evidence. Uh, I'm not aware of any, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not aware of one single super spreader type event that has no. occurred no. on an airplane. No. I don't mm -hmm. think there's been any. Now, is, has there so. been transmission? It's certainly possible here and there, but there has not been any major events. Just as Unlike if, cruises, as, for as example. Any other virus would work. Right, right? Like, yeah. But do you yes. remember what they told you? So here's what's crazy. 
like a lot of people weren't flying in 2020, but I never like 2020 was my year yeah, of flights. Yeah, and I got were, up to like oh, yeah, you were the platinum executive the or whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> got upgraded to first class every time. But like when I first started flying with them, there was nobody on the planes. There was I think the the lowest I had on a 747 was six people. Okay, like wow. the six. Wow. And. That was epic. I just lay down and slept and, yeah. you know, talked to the to stewardess and hung out or whatever. And uh, this is before they banned, you know, alcohol and everything. And I remember, like, asking her, I'm like, so hey. so pissed about that. But I was asking her, yeah, but I was asking her, like, hey, with the masks, like, do I need to wear a mask? And they would explain to me how um, the planes were the safest thing. Now, here's what's crazy is I, I kept asking, like, hey, are, do you feel like the planes are going to get grounded? Like, we're going to not gonna be able to fly? And what was happening is the planes were trying to get money from the government and were trying to reassure the public that it was safe to fly. So I don't know if you remember all those studies coming out showing that being in a plane is actually safer than wearing a mask inside of a, uh, of, of a supermarket or whatever. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. were already mm-hmm. doing the masks by that time. And so there was all this science that was coming out about how safe planes were. And we didn't have to wear them. And I remember the first time, that's why, when they s- suggested masks or airlines did for a few months, they didn't enforce them. And I wouldn't wear one, and I was one of the only people. Even uh, one of our executives was like mad at me. Like, hey, they they want you to wear them. Yeah. And I was like, we don't need to wear them. And, I, and they wouldn't tell. And I went out when someone would say, "Can you put the, get your mask on?" And I would ask the stewardess, like, "Is it safe to not wear a mask?" And she'd be like, "Yeah, we have filtration systems." And they would say right. the same thing. Right. Then, yeah, one, right. then one day, mm. I hear over the the inter- this woman tells me this is like happens in the middle of the pandemic. She's like, "Hey." You need to put it up above your nose. And I was like, I've never had to wear one. She's like, no, it's federally mandated. And I was like, what science? Like, I was thinking, like, what science changed? And that's Mm -hmm. why all the signs just say federal mandate by law. Yep. And then it ramped up. And then suddenly it was like, if you do this, you get a fine. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, wait, but this... The science that the, air, the airlines paid for, which who knows if it's trustworthy, but the whole time they got the public to retrust the airlines by saying that they were safer mm-hmm. than wearing a mask somewhere. They said that. And well, all of a sudden we have to wear masks. Were you lying for the first six months? Right. What, did you do a study and it shows now you need masks? No. They never no. changed. No. 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 Yeah. They only follow the Real science fine. when the science fits their agenda. Right. Otherwise the science is right out the window. They yeah, the, the science is only science. what the government says yep. it is. Exactly. Uh, all right, we've got to take a break, but uh, first we want to thank our sponsor Moink which um, I personally love. We have Moink over at our house. So uh, I don't know if you realize this, but the chickens and the meats and stuff that you're buying in the grocery store are really disgusting. Uh, 97% of chickens that are served in the United States are dipped in chlorine uh, because big food doesn't have the same quality standards that you would get from the family farm. That is why you need moinkbox.com. They have grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, wild-caught Alaskan salmon. They deliver it directly to your door, and you're also going to help family farms become financial independent outside of big ag, which is huge. They have got, like I said, their animals, they're raised outdoors, their fish swim in the wild. Uh, Moink meat is all free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, all the other gross stuff that you are going to find if you are buying your meat in the meat aisle, okay? There's no reason not to do this. Like I said, we love Moink uh, at our house. My son raves about their bacon all the time. Everything is delicious. I've not tried anything from them that we have even been like, well, that was okay. We're always like, Golly, this is really good. Uh, so you got to join the Moink, Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash news right now. You are going to get free ground beef for a year. All right, do not sleep on this. That is one year of the best ground beef you will ever taste for a limited time. It is Moink, M-O-I-N-K, box.com slash news. That is moinkbox.com slash news. In other news, North Korea has publicly executed at least seven people in the past past decade who were caught watching or distributing K-pop videos from South Korea. <laughs> 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 I 
know. I couldn't read it and not laugh. Uh, This is from a report that's called Mapping Killings Under Kim (laughs) Jong-un. And uh, apparently... He has he has previously called K-pop a quote vicious cancer that is corrupting young North Koreans' attire, hairstyles, speeches, and behaviors. And if nothing was done, it would make North Korea crumble like a damp wall. What if we'd done the same thing in the late '90s with the boy band craze? Yeah, would I'm we be better off? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's a great question. I'm sorry, you're listening to 98 degrees. No, we can't have that. <laughs> no execution. The Backstreet yeah. Boys. You're going no. to the Backstreet. I, mean, I like. There you go. My childhood would have been much sadder, but I do understand your point. They get it though. Like the, the Asians, they're uh, besides you know they, they they seem to get it everywhere. And I'm I'm not advocating like just blowing off people's heads for for for. You're listening. not. No, no, because if you win, again, Alexa's grown a lot. It already it already <laughs> it's already a sort of form of like self suicide by listening to K-pop. So it's like you're already there, but. You go, they're realizing the importance of culture, all these countries do, and, the, and these, these mm-hmm. feminine bands and what they do to a nation. China's getting on this, too. Yeah, they are. And I'm not saying I agree with the authoritarian way they're controlling this, but they're even seeing, what we're all seeing is like this weird feminization of mm-hmm. men and the way that they we're taking kids away from caring about real things to caring about bands and stuff. It's kind of screwing up the, I don't know what the right word is, but the yin-yang of the, I guess that's because we're Asian, the yin and yang of the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been working on a similar policy for TikTok. Really? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm trying to introduce it here in the United States. <laughs> Me running well, that away. Would hurt, that, that would hurt a I'm a Gen Z celebrity. He yeah. has like 3,000 followers. followers. I'm a, kind of a big deal. 3,000 wow. yeah, followers kind of a big deal. on TikTok. Nice. I think like 3,006 now. So, wow. I mean, I mean I've got to say, it's, it's hard for me to set the table with you old people. No, I don't. I'm a Gen I, Z celebrity. I think I have about 64. So, hey, you're that's a little better than 69. Because I, be, <laughs> I don't put out any content. I'm yeah. just going to skip right over that. Yes. No, no, I, I, look, I, you know, it is a bizarre thing. I mean, the culture is. is uh, Usually authoritarian regimes are very focused on culture. The cultural revolution uh, comes to mind. Tens of millions of people die in the right circumstances when this goes on. And obviously, I would like K-pop music to go away. I just don't think this is the exact way. <laughs> you don't you think don't? people no. should be killed? Really? Yeah, are you a positive K-pop fan? Uh, or do you secretly... Uh, I can see no, it. I What's his name? Jimin, I, I think, know. is the most popular guy? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I think his name I can proudly say I've I don't never know if, listened well, to I don't know how to say it. the name. I, yeah. It looks like it's spelled Jimin. But mm. I could, it could be the wrong... It could just yeah. be a Korean word. Mm. But uh, I heard he's got a mm. tattoo of Jimin's face, the little uh, pretty boy. He even got the blush and the lipstick correct. Oh, Good job, Pat. If I pulled down my sleeve you'd, you'd see it i mean i look i agree with you elijah like i don't i don't think the authoritarian way is the right way but you do have to respect like china and places that are like yeah our men our boys are not gonna they're not gonna play a bunch of video games they're not gonna watch a bunch of like yeah i don't know TV. that you have We're to gonna... respect i don't know that's what i've been worried about you i respect the sentiment behind right, it right, right? Like, like i don't yeah. obviously that's not the right way to <laughs> you go about it tiktokers but... and you're not on the moral high ground here oh no i think i'm <laughs> right like, on the TikTok. all i'm saying is that when china comes to take over yeah they're mm-hmm. gonna kill our military, guys. TikTok is China coming to take over. <laughs> Do you, that's what it is. Yeah, it's literally a giant spying device. Yeah, You're not allowed to even post about COVID on TikTok, and you know that TikTok. Real I think quick. we talked about it here. Has the worst censorship of any app. That when when you uh, put something that would go against what China's communists would like, it says viol- uh, deleted for violating applicable laws. It doesn't say community guidelines or standards. Really? It says laws. Wow. Whose laws? Wow. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, that's that's hardest hit. Elijah Schaefer. Uh, <laughs> we gotta take a break. We'll be back. And his 3,000 followers. 3,000 followers, and I got a warning last night. I was like, your account is uh, gonna be public. 
Elijah, I'm glad you're on today because um, I love that I get to tell you uh, we've been talking on the show about how pe the, the people who watched You Are Here when Kyle was on, they've gone, I mean, uh, death threats, all that. Uh, they love law, you. Law enforcement involved. It's really, really everywhere. fun. Yeah, TNZ, but, the new, every news station. I, well, these idiots thought that they, he went on my show. They didn't even know. They're like, oh, my God. He went, oh. There's a girl named Sarah Gonzalez. Let's ruin her life. So they started mm. putting one-star reviews on our <laughs> podcast. Oh, my gosh. And so it's we so were like, yeah. Funny. So I was like, go, go leave a review to cancel out the lefties who are leaving one-star reviews on my podcast. It wasn't even my show. Uh, here's so someone funny. who did just that, Easty Ben. Esteban. Esteban. Oh, e wow, that was really bad. Esteban, Esteban. you're right. Esteban. Esteban. Haters going to hate. Here because of the Nimrod who gave a one-star review for You Are Here. This show is anti-pedo, anti-communist, and pro-American, and I'm getting closer and closer to buying Built Bar. I'm wow. actually that's just a, really offended I haven't gotten you there yet. Yeah, that's a brave stance to take, that anti-pedo stance. Uh, <laughs> wow, you really, in, you're out of the limb on that one. In today's yeah. society, Fight pedos, eat Built Bars. <laughs> Sadly, that is a really, really controversial. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.